There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows that used to be on the Sci-Fi channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode four of season four of The Expanse. Holy crap. This is so good. I love this. But I am so mad with this episode because what the hell, Bobby? Yeah. That's absolutely. all I'm saying right now. Yeah. But I was just <laughs> so mad by the end. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Why didn't you reach out to like Avasalar or somebody? Just get out of there. Right. The anger. So before I start going off on a rant, let's jump into episode four, shall we? All right. Episode four, Retrograde. Drummer and Ashford confront a dangerous person from Naomi's past. Murtry hunts down a target. Bobby makes a life-changing confession. I want to say, because we're going to talk about Avasalara, her costuming is amazing. Yes. I really just want to go and hug the costume designer for her. It's so awesome. It's just so vibrant. Yeah, very colorful. And she's really the only one out of our little crew that gets to have, like, color. So maybe that's why they kind of go so over the top with her. Very well could be. Okay, I'm done fangirling. (laughs) All right, so we'll start with Ava Solara, and we see that she is getting pissed off with Holden's radio silent. (laughs) Yeah, you can say that. Yeah. He was sent to survey Ellis, not unlock protomolecule-fueled weather phenomena. Well, when you do something, something's going to happen. Come on. Have you not figured out that somehow things are connected? Yeah. Unfortunately, her tirade is cut short by her aide, informing her that it's time for her interview. Man, she switched gears so fast. Yeah. I don't know how. I really don't. That was great. Yeah, which later on, as we talk with Bobby, there's a moment where we actually see Ava Solara giving her interview over Bobby's shoulder. So that was curious. They're trying to bring it full circle. Yeah. So we go check in on Bobby, who is clocking in for doc job and goes to talk to her superior. She reveals that she left the door to the supply room open so valuable tech could be swiped by OPA members. I don't know about you, but this is when I started to get mad now, too. Yeah. Now, her boss vows to keep her transgression under wraps. Now, he paused. I thought it was going to go a whole different way. Right. And I'm like, you son of a... Yeah, as long as she continues to do the duties and gives him a cut. And then I'm like, still, you son of a, what? Yeah. You know what? She's trying to do her due diligence and be like, you know what? I did it. This is why, but I need to come clean. Right. And he's like, no, 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 that's cool. Maybe we can work something out. We can both make lots of money. It's like, wow. 
Yeah. And seeing how it's OPA that is purchasing this stuff. You think he'd be a little more angry. Right. A little more concerned, if nothing right. else. Yeah. Mars is kind of breaking down all their warships. and It doesn't mean you're not going to need those, which I really don't understand why they're breaking them down. Exactly. So It's like, you don't know what's coming through the ring? That's right. Of course, he goes, well, you e- either you continue to do this or, well, maybe I'll just turn you in. Oh, just what Bobby needs, more blackmail. Right. I thought Bobby was going to punch him. Oh, I was hoping she would <laughs> have, but instead she just quits. Now, later on, she pays a visit to the VA for job opportunities, and that place is packed to the guild. So apparently Mars is not only getting rid of their warships, but all their marines as well i don't understand that no <laughs> i mean yes there is a truce but it's not like earth got rid of all of theirs and have all their military like retiring and you sure aren't going to be able to trust five or six different factions of belters to obey the truce right so i'm not thinking the martians are being real bright right now no oh, it just seems like a really bad move Yes. Now, of course, as she's leaving, she runs into Thomas on her way out and asks him to join her for drinks. And, of course, as they're sitting there at the bar talking, we hear in the background Ava Solara talking about the gal situation and, oh, how dreadful it is that she had to cheat to get her way to where she is. I feel like that had a lot to do with the situation Bobby's in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Maybe that was more like why she didn't end up reaching out. Like, even if it was subconsciously. Right. Later, Bobby arrives home intoxicated, and her nephew is shocked to hear of her quitting her doc job. And he feels responsible. Well, you are. Yeah, you little shit. Yeah. And out of nowhere, the MVPD arrives. And arrest Bobby for grand larceny. I love it that the kid is like, oh, no, 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 this is because of me. And she's like, shut up. Yeah. And the cops are just like, I'm going to ignore everything that's being said. It's yeah. fine. When they came up, it sounded like they basically had an announcement that covered the whole building. Oh, I know. And so, of course, as they're taking Bobby out, you got all these people out of their apartments gawking at her. And that but, doesn't help. And so many of them are like, I knew it. It's like, shut up. Yeah. You didn't. <laughs> and we see Bobby sitting quietly in her cell when guess who shows up to bail her out? Oh, my God. Really? And she asks him if his offer still stands, despite the fact that she's now jobless. And, of course, he has an opportunity to hire her full time. And Bobby agrees to work for him. Please tell me it's going to be some big thing, like, undercover. She already talked to, like, Ava Solara. They're trying to blow this wide open. Yeah, let's hope that there's something going on that we know nothing about that's about to... Please, because I don't want to believe that Bobby is doing this. Right. I've got my fingers crossed that that's actually what's going to happen. Well, let's check in on the Belta's drummer in Ashford. Oh, my God. I was like, what is going on? Like, it was a weird visual, the way they were shooting some of this. Right. What is this? Yeah, you see Drummer and Ashford paying Naomi's old belter fling, Marco and Naros, a visit. So that's where we have heard that name before. Oh, great. (laughs) Yeah. Naomi's 
baby daddy. The latter is currently in prison for crimes which include murder and swiping cargo from inner ships. I feel like this is going to get so much worse before we get like the full information with this guy. Oh, absolutely. Because he's just runs his mouth spewing all this glorious revolution stuff that you know is all BS coming out of his mouth. Right. And they offer to take him aboard their ship to grill him for information on the recent Belter piracy near the ring. And so they get him aboard and Drummer pops in to give him a little chat wanting to know where Naomi's son Philip is. And she doesn't get an answer. I don't know if this means he's dead. Right. And that makes me very sad if that's the case. Because yeah, I know Drummer is just trying to find something out for Naomi. Right. I mean, yeah, if she got a location, she'd go get that kid for Naomi. Right. There's no doubt in my mind, but he doesn't even acknowledge. He actually tries to make it sound like it never happened. And it's just like, oh, yeah, this guy definitely needs to uh, be locked away somewhere. I don't like him. And I didn't like him as it continued because it just felt like, oh, God, this is going from bad to worse. Right. Of course, he does admit to understanding why Naomi left him. Well, yeah, threatening (laughs) to take the kid if you don't do this. Yeah, you're going to get left, you jerk. And Drummer rejoins Ashford on the Tynan with Marco in tow. And, of course, he's under the impression that they're turning him over to the Inners. He deserves it. Yeah. And sure enough, one of Marco's ships show up and starts chasing after the Tynan. Oh, my gosh. Could he be more smug, too, when this all starts happening? Oh, yeah. And just before the ship can get there, well, guess what? A whole swarm of other ships show up, and Marco realizes he does have a price on his head after all. (laughs) You deserve it. Yes. Tries to sway Ashford with dreams of the belt living in an age of prosperity and Tells him that he only steals valuable goods and supplies for his fellow belters. He's the Robin Hood of the belt. And, of course, he knows the truce isn't going to hold. Well, and we find out the other ships are several of the other belter factions. And we're going to have a tribunal to determine Marco's fate. Yeah, his attitude changed pretty quick. But, like, all of a sudden he's like, oh, crap, okay. It's not the inners. Uh, crap, crap, crap. But right. like sugar wouldn't melt in his mouth the way he was talking to try to oh, sway. Oh, yes. Save his ass. You better believe he did. As we got Ashford representing Anderson Dawes, drummer representing Johnson and Tycho Station. And we have the leaders from Black Sky, Golden Bow, and Matar Kabilier also present. And of course, he's told that. Should death be decided, you're going out the airlock, buddy. I love that because it's like, oh, oh, crap. Okay. Yeah. It's very difficult to make a successful escape when you're spaced. Yep. Now, the leaders give Marco time to plead his case. And, of course, he gives this eloquent speech of a romanticized future where the belters prosper. And, of course, has got to bring up the fact that the inners will break the truth. 
and the belters are merely there due to their strength. And the leaders are going to make their decision, and Marcos offers to turn over the money he made from selling the innards good to the belters. Oh, yeah. Yep. You can split all my stuff up. It's fine. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that for a minute. No. And he also vows to sit on his hands like a good little boy and remain docile until the truce is broken. Yeah. He's going to try egging stuff on. Oh, yes. Every word out of this guy's mouth is a lie. Now, the vote comes down. Ashford thumbs down. The leader of the Matar thumbs down. Unfortunately, two of the others thumbs up, bringing the final vote down to Drummer, who also votes thumb up. I was so surprised. So was I, and so was Ashford. <laughs> and Marco is ordered to call his ship so he can go free as long as he keeps his word to turn over his profits. And then Drummer explains to Ashford that her decision served a twofold purpose. She didn't want to cause a riot or any more divisiveness between the Belter factions, and now they can keep a closer eye on him. Or can they? We shall see. I don't know how this is going to work out. I really yeah, don't. Unless they designate a spy to just sit in his lap the whole time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a real big babysitter for this guy. <laughs> Have him in one of those things that locks the kid around your chest. <laughs> So let's go find out what's going on on Illus as we see the aftermath of Murtry's killing spree. Now, of course, Naomi and Lucia witness the act from afar, and Lucia believes she's going to be Murtry's next target. I think it's a pretty good guess there because Murtry right, is yeah. a jackass. Yeah. Anybody that he thinks has any power in the Belter community is going to be. On his hit list. Of course, Naomi urges her to take refuge in the Rossi. I don't know if Naomi can get her there. I mean, Naomi is looking horrible. Yes. The odds of them making it are slim and none, but it sure helps when Amos spots them and immediately goes into action, pouncing on Murtry and his men in an attempt to let them escape. Obviously, Murtry's guys don't know about the Rossi crew. Not right. really. No. Because <laughs> Amos probably could have took most of them out. But oh, yeah, absolutely. as he's looking, he's like, okay, I'll take this beating because I can see she's getting away. Right. And fortunately, Chandra steps in and prevents Amos from getting beat to death. Now, of course, Murtry orders Amos to be held under lock and key. And so his lackeys drag him away. Dead weight, because yep. he's not going to make it easy. No. Now, of course, Naomi fills Holden and Alex in regarding the bloodshed at the camp. And, of course, Holden calls Murtry and berates the latter for using violence as a tool to bring Belters in line. And Murtry says, oh, well, I won't hurt Naomi if as long as she hands over Lucia. And right there, you're like, first of all, why, Holden? Why did you say anything about Naomi? Right. But second, you've totally given away everything. Now he knows where they're going. Because the only place they can really hide is the Rossi. And Mercury, right. I don't believe him for a minute. No! He'd shoot Naomi at second he could see her. Like, oh, oh, I thought it was Lucia. Right. Absolutely would. Now, 
Finally, Amos wakes up and he's not a happy camper because he is strapped to the bed. And Chandra urges him to keep quiet, but he says, oh, no, I break these and uh, (laughs) go through you if I need to. I don't think she realizes just how bad he is either. No, she doesn't. She was shocked when he said that and was like, oh, damn. And fortunately for her, a guard comes into the room, gun cocked and ready. And finally, Amos sits back down on the bed. I'm sorry. That was stupid because when Amos gets out and things are a little more calm, I think he's going to really screw all of you guys over. He's taking you all out. Maybe not Chandra, but the rest of you guys, fair game. Oh, absolutely. Anybody on on Murtry's team except for Chandra is in Amos's sights, that's for sure. Now we check in on Lucia and Naomi's progress. As they're getting closer to the Rossi, unfortunately, Naomi's health is getting worse and she needs to stop and rest. I'm really, really worried about Naomi. Yeah. Lucia reveals to Naomi that she's directly responsible for the crash that killed so many of Murtry's people and she rigged the ship to crash. I don't believe that. I think there's something else. I think there is too. We just have to wait and find out. Yes. Of course, Naomi tells her that she doesn't deserve to die. Regardless, you should have a fair trial. And of course, Lucia stands up to go turn herself in and get shot by Mercury, who was... Who just happened to be there, basically. Close enough to getting to them. I hate him. Is he going to die? Not soon enough. (laughs) So Naomi uses her comm to start firing missiles from the Rossi at Murtry. Good thinking, Naomi. And about that time, Holden and Alex arrive on the scene and help the women escape, and they make it back to the Rossi. Yay! I'm still worried because both of the ladies are now in, like, the med bay area. Right. Yeah, not good. No, no. (laughs) And Naomi apologizes for keeping her health issues a secret from Holden. And he reveals that it doesn't matter where they are as long as they're together. And he's got some matters that need tending to on Illis. So we see him leaving the Rossi as it heads back into space and out in a deserted area. He runs into Murtry, knocks him on his ass, and tells him he's no longer in charge. Could have just shot him and been like, oh, I don't know what happened. I wish they would have, yes. They could have claimed a belter did it. I don't know. I think there was a firefight when I pulled up and he must have, you know, got taken out. Yep. Something, because he deserves it. Yes, he does. (laughs) I don't know about this guy. Nope. He is a major pain and I'm afraid he's just going to make things worse and worse and worse. I am so ready for the protomolecule to just somehow do something to him. I know that sounds horrible, yes. but just make him be done. Yeah, that would be awesome. Obviously, you guys know how I feel about Murtry, and this episode made me angry. But we want to know how you feel. So, I wonder to myself, and aloud to Steve, did we get any feedback about the episode? Yes, we did. Once again, our friend Fred from the Netherlands has provided us some feedback. So, let's take a listen. 
Hello, Steve and Sean. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for the Expound Season 4, Episode 4. For me, it's very hard to see how righteous Bobby Draper actually is, but that she has to fight all kinds of corrupt people on Mars, and that even being honest to her boss, that even he is corrupt, just as the police guy, and that at the end it looks like that she just has to go along and become an illegal operating person herself. It's very hard to see. And I really wonder if she will land up with Avazarala. It's very impressive which arc she went through in the last three and a half season. From a very proud Martian marine to where she is now. You really get an illustration here of how very successful people could land up living on the streets eventually. And the most terrible thing about it is that being righteous and being honest didn't give the rewards it should give. Yeah, yeah, the world is hard, even on Mars. I'm happy Naomi survived and didn't get her heart attack. Well, we probably wouldn't lose her in this series. But she has to go back to space and has to stay there. I also liked Klaus Ashford and Drummer with the old buddy or friend or husband of Naomi and with these other OPA captains. Really nice that they speak real Belter language and I'm happy as a foreigner that I have my subtitles so I really can follow it. Okay, and uh, till next time, greetings, all the best, Fred from the Netherlands. Yeah, Fred, Bobby's art is going to be interesting to see if she stays on the road from marine hero to criminal. I don't think it will be a long one. I'm keeping my fingers crossed at least. Like I said, I'm really hoping there's some super undercover thing happening. Right. I don't want to think that Bobby is going down this road otherwise. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and yeah, it was great that Naomi didn't have a heart attack right then and there. It looked like she was about to. I was but, worried. I mean, they could still do something. Oh, absolutely. Now, hopefully getting back into space will allow her body to recover completely. I hope so. Come on, Naomi, we need you. It sucks that yes. she's stuck in space, but maybe she can do more of the meds and it'll help like over a longer period of time. Right. Or maybe she's just safer. Yeah, very well could be. And I'm very glad you have subtitles that you can use <laughs> during the belter scenes. Oh my gosh, sometimes I think like, we what? all need them. <laughs> yeah, it's just the way they play the accents. Right. Some of them are a little heavier than others. Yes, they are. Well, once again, Fred, we really appreciate hearing your thoughts on the episode and looking forward to hearing your thoughts on the next one. Thanks, Fred. All right. So, like I said, we want to know what you think as well. Shoot us an email or you can shoot us voicemail like Fred does. Just shoot it to us at sci-fi talk at fangirlzo.com or you can go over to our contacts page on www.fangirlzone.com and you can contact us any of those ways because we love hearing from you guys we really want to know what everybody thinks because we know we're not the only ones who are angry about what's happening right now we want to know what everybody thinks 
While you're at it, if you could rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you're finding us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us, tell your friends about the show. They can binge watch basically everything to catch up. Yep. And unlike me, they will know what's happening. (laughs) I am not watching ahead. This is so hard. Yes. We, of course, hope you're enjoying the podcast. And thank you for listening and tweeting and talking with us. And for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl-S. And I'm Steve. Embrace the suck. And until next time.